0: All right. Welcome back to episode
1: 3 of the AYA Outdoors podcast. Joined today with a good friend of mine and boss, Hunter. Um we've known each other for really only like 3 months, but yeah. we've uh he works he, he's the manager of a supply house for HVAC supplies, um and I worked in a in the field doing HVAC so we bought a lot of stuff from his supply house. So that's the first place I ever met him, um, shared a couple hunting stories back and forth a little bit, nothing too serious. And then I wanted to change a career. They were hiring, and uh, I applied for the job and got it. So um, that's that's been about three months since I made that change. So since then, we've gotten a lot closer, um, became better friends. So. Um, when I started all this with how much he hunts and how much his whole family hunts, we just kind of figured, hey, I'll get you on there too. And eventually, going to have his brother and um, some other workers that work in the same company as us. So, got a lot of big things coming up with Hunter. Um, but as I did last week, um, I started the podcast with a question for the guest, um, kind of based around something that relates to them. Um, And mine for Hunter is golf. He's a big, big golfer. Um, We live in the panhandle of Florida, and there's a lot of uh, top-tier golf courses up here Um, and some not-so-top-tier. But uh, we we talked a little bit about it, so I gave him a heads-up that that was going to be kind of the question was around golf. So my question for you is if you could play a round of golf with one professional golfer or one celebrity, who would it be? That is a tough one. Cause the the door's wide open on that one
2: I would have to say Arnold Palmer playing at augusta national that's a pretty good one
1: hmm that's definitely a good one definitely thought you would say Nick Saban
2: I don't know he's a little bit too serious for me
1: yeah yeah i- w- I wouldn't know how he would uh how he would act out there I don't know mm-hmm. if he'd like goofing around I feel like he's one no, of those guys not. That, yeah I feel like he's one of those guys that if you uh if you're talking while he's on the t box he's gonna cuss you out oh, or yeah. something
2: there's absolutely no mulligans when he golfs
1: yeah no it's it's straight shooting mm-hmm. there is no <laughs> is no do-overs no um but yeah that's definitely a good one um just a, a side one if you could play one major pga tournament what would it be the masters figured you were gonna say that 100 mm-hmm, if i feel like if anybody doesn't say that they either don't watch golf or they're not that serious about golf
0: Mm -hmm. because
1: that's got to be the like the mother of all golf tournaments oh
2: 100
1: um i'm not much of a golfer or golf watcher um last time i was somewhat golfing i blew my knee out so um i kind of have flashbacks and don't like to golf i like to drink beer so i feel like Mm -hmm. i could probably (laughs) do you need to go out there
2: to that top golf in uh crestview that's where i blew my knee out oh okay well.
1: Yeah, haven't been back since. It is it is very nice. Um I, I haven't heard a whole lot on the golf course. I've heard it ain't bad, but um I know the, the top golf side of it um is is pretty fun. It's a mm-hmm. lot a lot nicer than I expected something to be in Crestview. Mm-hmm. But but it, hey, it is a, growing. It is, it is and we don't have the roadway to support it. No. But <laughs> that's uh another topic that would take all night to talk about, but yeah, um, I would not mind I, – I would love to go watch the Masters in person.
2: Oh, it's hard to get out there even to watch it. Yeah,
1: I feel like that's a – whether you're a golf fan or not, I feel like that's a pretty mm-hmm. pretty neat event to watch, um, especially with, uh, you know, just – I mean, that's the best of the best out there, so there's no telling who you're really going to see. Um, that
2: and the Phoenix, uh, Phoenix Open, or the Waste Management Open in Phoenix, would be an awesome one to go to. Especially if you like to drink beer. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much all you do out there. Huh. Is party and...
1: Party and drink beer? And watch golf. Yeah. Well, hey, that sounds like a good time. Mm Mm-hmm. Speaking of drinking a beer, got to get one going. Which one you got? I got the Lone Star.
2: From Texas.
1: Yep. Yeah, I I did not know that you couldn't get these over here. Nope. Until y'all told me a little bit ago. Makes sense, but. that was the
2: only good thing that came back from that trip.
1: <laughs> Just not a not a fun one all around or
2: No, it was I think we went late May, so it was like the last week of uh turkey hunting. Mm. He was pretty much booked up all early season, so we kinda got the last one.
1: I got <clears> you. <throat> so that that's whenever you got these was yeah. the turkey trip. hmm And where out in Texas was that?
2: I believe San Angelo, okay, is what it was called. I gotcha. Hot, hot, hot. Oh yeah, I'm dry. And
1: that uh, y'all didn't have like hardly any luck on that, did y'all?
2: Me and Austin never saw a bird. Mm.
1: But it was a it was set up a lot different, and and I'll let you go into it a little bit more. But just from what you've told me, is it's pretty much like a you're just paying somebody to use their property almost.
2: Yeah. So the uh we show up, the guy drove us around the property, but the only thing he wanted us to do was sit from sun up to sundown in front of a watering hole. That's it. Interesting. And that's just not the kind of turkey hunting we like to do.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that's not even close to what you do over here. No. So that's yeah. And I mean I don't I mean I know turkeys gotta drink water, but I wouldn't think that a watering hole would be where you'd want to sit all day, you know? No. If you were trying to kill a antelope or a yeah. deer or something in the middle of the summer, yeah, maybe, but...
2: Yeah, we did see plenty of those come to the watering hole.
1: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Some
2: oryx and other exotic animals. It, that was a really cool part to see, just see them come up. They were like 20 yards from us, just sitting there watching us, hmm. and we're sitting, in a, just sitting on the ground on turkey chairs.
1: Yeah, that that's something I want to go to Texas and do as a like an exotic
2: hunt. Oh, that's awesome.
1: I know I know they've got a lot of them out there, but I don't. I wouldn't even want to think about how much that costs.
2: I think the guy was, was saying some of the rams and stuff, uh, some of the sheep's, I think five to six grand. Whew.
1: To just sit at a watering hole and wait for them to come to in. To just
2: sit out a watering hole.
1: Yeah. I, i couldn't pay that to go do that i would want to have an actual experience you know and that that's what i'm big on the hunting for is the experience the the story that you can tell afterwards i mean nobody's gonna listen to you say yes i had a watering hole for eight hours (laughs) the first legal one came out and i shot it like you know nobody wants to hear that
2: nope that's not a good story no
1: and that's uh same with like the turkey hunt that's I probably have my best hunting stories are all turkey hunting stories,
2: mm-hmm. you
0: know,
1: just because a, a lot of times you're running and gunning, chasing after them or something like that, so it's uh, definitely a lot different, but but yeah, the, the other story that we can talk about is none other than this beauty of a buck sitting behind me. Um, I think, well, you can kind of see it on the TikTok, um, it's just a mainframe eight with a little extra.
2: It scored, I believe, 144, and it had 12 scoreable uh, points. Okay. Yeah. So there's a, a little extra on the back you can't see. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: yeah. Heck of a deer. Did not kill it in Florida, so don't mm-hmm. get your no, hopes up that not. you can come to Florida. And...
2: Shorter Alabama.
1: Yep. A little north, northern, northeastern Alabama buck, um, they grow them big up there in mm-hmm. Alabama. There's I've seen some dandies come out of even South Alabama. Um, I don't know what it is, but they just you cross that state line and they change change breed or something.
2: So what, from what I've understood, um, just hearing from my brother talking everything, there's a stretch in Alabama called the Black Belt. Yeah, and it has prime soil. Gotcha. So that could factor into. Being able to grow better crops and food plots and
1: yeah, yeah, because that's uh
2: better food, bigger deer.
1: Yeah, that's uh that's what took me so long to understand. From starting hunting at a young age, you see our deer, and it's like, well, I see these deer on TV that are huge. Mm -hmm. You know why why don't we have those? And until I got old enough to understand farming and how you know soil and minerals in the soil and everything else works um that's really the biggest difference is just our soil down here is a lot of sand yeah and doesn't have a lot of good minerals but the farther north you go um you get a lot more just mineral based soil that then goes into the plant so then the deer basically eat minerals and everything that they eat
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um whereas like that's why they you know you can grow cotton down here is because cotton doesn't need a lot of a lot of minerals are really any good yeah. soil to grow, um, but at cotton and soybeans, that's about all you can grow down here. Exactly. Um, you get up north, you can grow just about everything but cotton, um, but, you know, you grow a field of corn, it probably won't make that good. You plant it up there, and it does amazing, so oh, yeah, that was definitely a, an eye-opener for me on on why, you know, our full-grown bucks down here are 140 pounds. Before they're dressed. Mm-hmm. Then you dress them and they're 120 or 110, you know. Um, it's just they eat better up there. They're bred a lot better and just taken, taken care of a little bit different than down here. Um, which, I mean, the, the buck uh, quality is definitely getting better down here. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I've shown you some of the ones that I've got or I've had on camera. And, and for a Florida deer, they're really, really good. Um or is there
2: anything that y'all have done different?
1: As far as like food and mineral wise, no.
2: Are y'all managing it different?
1: Yes. As far as uh well one, when the law changed to on um, the bucks, uh three or more on one side, um that keeps it you know, keeps you from shooting the young bucks or the smaller bucks. And uh which I was getting to the age already where alright, I've got the the trigger-happy buck killing out of the way. Um, now it's time to start killing you know, bigger every year and mm-hmm. just hunt for the mature deer. And uh, that has changed it a lot. Ever since that law passed, I would say the buck quality and buck-to-doe ratio has probably went up 150% better. Mm-hmm. Um, used to, I'd get, you know, one or two rack bucks on camera and a million does. And now I think, I think last year, if you took all of my photos from last year and counted photos of bucks with does or just bucks and just, just does, there would be more pictures of bucks and more bucks and pictures with does. Wow. Than, than I've ever had. And, I mean, it's just it's getting a lot better. And I think it's solely because, one, the only thing I've killed in the last two years are does. Um, and I've let every buck eat legal, not, le- you know, anything, if it's not a full mature deer or a certain size rack, I've let it walk. That's good. So it's, I'm not out there just, you know, Oh, it's legal. I'm shooting, it, mm-hmm. you know, so trying to let them go, let them grow. Actually and, uh, grow deer. Yeah. Yeah. Actually mm-hmm. able to, to get bigger deer. And it helps that there's, there's not too many people right around me that, that hunt either. Um, the only pr- downfall is um, my cousin that has property that borders ours. Um, his fields, he lets the the farmers have deprivation tags, and so all summer they're they're killing deer out of the fields. Mm-hmm. But luckily, as far as I can tell, they they haven't really done any buck damage. It's all all, all does. just does. yeah. And I think they kind of try to watch that as best they can too. Yeah. Um, if if they can tell that it, it's a rack buck, they normally let them go but normally by the time the bucks are growing their antlers they're kind of done anyway the crops are big enough now that the deer aren't really eating them Mm -hmm. so they're trying to get them all the the plants are little yep but uh that's money for them oh yeah absolutely and they they put a hurting on it Mm
2: -hmm. just like
1: the pigs yes which surprisingly and i think i've mentioned this before surprisingly we uh don't really have any pigs around our house which i'm thankful for um, but it is like prime pig land because um, probably a third of our acreage is swamped mm-hmm. with a creek in it so it's kind of odd that there's not more hogs on it
2: but we had a ton of pigs and shorter it was um, 400 high fence and 400 free range but the high fence was pretty much to keep the pigs out Yeah, like, it was all Alabama deer and we didn't have any deer shipped in so what? None of those crazy, huge racks. Yeah. Is just to keep the pigs just to out. Just keep
1: the pigs from tearing everything up.
2: And they would. Whew.
1: Oh yeah, they. You get a little run of pigs somewhere. They're they're going to tear some stuff oh, up. Oh yeah. That's just. That is all pigs are good for is destruction. Mm-hmm. If you want something tore up, they'll tear it up. You know, even we used to raise hogs and. Even just the, the, you know, farm equipment, the feeding, the troughs, whatever it is. I mean, even that stuff is tore up constantly. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't keep nice stuff in there with them.
2: We even had some uh, Razorbacks up there. Really? That was pretty cool.
1: Those things look mean. Mm-hmm.
2: They got some cutters.
1: Oh, yeah. I I wouldn't. I don't want to run into a wild boar. No. Razorback, hog, well, no matter what it is. is,
2: And Me and uh, Austin were actually hunting on the ground one day on a field. And we heard some rustling behind us and we thought squirrels because you know squirrels are just about as big as a deer yeah. when you're in the woods. Yeah. But I got my back towards the woods and he's kind of turned sideways where he could see the woods and the field. And he said, do not move. There is a massive pig right behind us. So he tried to like mm. grab his gun just in case this thing starts to charge at us. Yeah. He could shoot it. But luckily, he just ran right off. Oh, that, that's scary.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially with, for you with your back turned. Oh, yeah. You can't see it. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know what's happening. And the last thing you want to do is try to turn around as it's coming to get you. you know? Exactly. But
2: just let it be a surprise.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just let me go on my own terms mm-hmm. and not know. Mm-hmm. Not know it's coming. Well, if you're uh, joining the TikTok live um, and you've missed anything, um, here with Hunter, um, good friend of mine and boss. Um, just kind of swapping some hunting stories and um, little stuff like that, and uh, watching a football game here. Nothing, uh, nothing
2: crazy. Just some IMG Academy. Yeah, no, nothing crazy about that one. Yeah. So. Um, you know, a lot of people don't know me as Hunter. Yep. You're pretty much like one of the only ones that have called me that. Yeah. You Anybody? and I, you and Allison. Any anybody
1: watching this wondering who the heck I'm calling Hunter, you probably know him by Sully, mm-hmm. and uh, I've tried to start calling you that, and I just I can't. I don't know why. I guess because we ha- we haven't you know been super close for a long time, so it still feels like I need to be formal with you. Mm-hmm. But um, every now and then I'll let it slip. Or if I'm talking to like our mutual friends, instead of saying Hunter I'll say Sully just to keep the confusion down. <laughs> and especially if i'm around another hunter yeah yeah i try to try to keep it
2: that's funny you said earlier like when you got here um devin told me to tell you say hey yeah i never called devin by devin i always said a whimmer yep Uh, at first i didn't know who you were talking about like Devin. Devin. devin -devin." Devin. (laughs) yeah and that's i almost
1: meant to you know ask you what you call him but as soon as you said that i was like oh y'all just all go by last names mm-hmm. last names are little nicknames mm-hmm. Did he just whiffed that nope nope he made it that was the ugliest kick ever though but yeah that's uh that was like whenever i first started working with you and i told uh cole that uh i was working with you i was like yeah you know hunter's my boss he's like who <laughs> i was like hunter sullivan he's like oh you talking about sully i was like Yeah, that, yeah, him. (laughs) He was like, You know, you're the only person I've ever heard call him Hunter. A lot of people don't. I was like, Well, he's my new boss. I'm trying to be formal, (laughs) so (laughs) we'll
2: we'll keep it it professional. Same thing with my brother. No one calls him Austin. It's all Sully.
1: Oh, they call him Sully, too? Oh, yeah.
2: That just runs in the family.
1: Yeah, because that's that's what everybody called your grandpa, too, right?
2: Mm -hmm. My dad, uh, my grandfather was Sully. My dad. A lot of people call him Sully or Soul. Yeah. And then um, Austin was Sully. And there for a long time, I was just a little Sully. Mm-hmm. Until I grew up, I yeah, guess. Yeah,
1: yeah. T- until you could hold your own against them. Mm-hmm. Because Austin's older than you, right? Four years apart. Okay. Yeah. And for for anybody wondering, Austin is his brother, if you haven't caught on to that. Um, also a very big hunter. Um, he was on the Texas trip with him. Um, they, they do a lot of trips together. They're for sure a, a hunting group of brothers. Um, did you, your dad hunts a lot too, he does he? does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. does. That's um, where we got it from. Yeah. So kind of like myself, they've been hunting for a very long time and, uh, huge into it, which you just started turkey hunting, right? Yep. Yeah. So that's, uh. his his new drug is is turkey hunting he's kind of kind of like me once once deer season's over it's just counting down the clock until i will tell you
2: when you go with austin next year turkey hunting you better be ready to walk oh yeah
1: oh yeah i uh i always joke i'm in my best best shape whenever it's turkey season Mm -hmm. because that's the only time i'm willing to walk a few miles every day
2: oh it ain't no few miles
1: he's He's in the double digits, almost. oh he
2: walks and walks and walks,
1: oh yeah, I'll do it.
2: it's tough to keep up.
1: It's just every year I go and I regret like man, I wish I had some water or I wish I had brought snacks or something you know, been out here for four hours, walked eight miles, but every year i still neglect to take it.
2: You gotta take a little debbie, a pack of crackers, and have you a camel pack,
1: yep, which i I think my new vest has a pouch for a camel pack mm-hmm. I don't think, it didn't come with one but it has a spot you for You just it. gotta get
2: the bladder Yeah, yeah yep. just gotta get the bladder. 12 bucks a Walmart
1: well, That's too easy This guy just signed a college scholarship?
2: Yeah, during halftime these big high schools instead of going back to the locker room they just signed with colleges It's too easy
1: Wish I was that good at the mm-hmm. sport But I'm not blew my knee out then too we just stick to hunting yeah yeah i just stick to climbing tree stands and chasing things that yell scream their head off but uh but yeah i uh i know y'all had the the lease before um with the fence on it and uh obviously whenever i know you said that austin was a little bit more involved on the management and kind of handling of that stuff and, and doing the hunts and mm-hmm. you were, you were kind of camp chef. That's
2: what they called me, the camp chef. So what, what was your go-to for,
1: for y'all? Cause y'all, y'all did just for everybody's information, they did guided hunts as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you could buy hunt and go hunt there for three days, five days, whatever they had set up. Um, so when guests would come in, Sully would go up there and he'd be the cook for the weekend or a week or whatever it was um as much as work would allow him to be up there so what
2: was what was your go to for for the guests for the, the best night? night was the last night and it's always steak night mm-hmm. and you got a little taste of that tonight so we we did Bef- before we started the podcast for anybody
1: on the TikTok and and uh anybody wondering we we had a nice little steak dinner with some poppers and mashed potatoes um beforehand that was why the TikTok started late later than expected um but, yeah, it was definitely good. So I can only imagine that in a environment with a bunch of buddies.
2: So the best one that I'll never forget, we had um, a group of guys going duck hunting. And I, I want to say there was altogether 10 or 15 people. Hmm. So, of course, we did steaks that night. Yeah. So we went duck hunting that morning. I actually killed my first woody that morning. Hmm. First ever duck. First time ever duck hunting, hey, actually. There you go. And um, I didn't hunt the evening because I had to get ready for all the food and everything. Yeah, yeah. But we had, everybody had a steak. We had three or four sides, and it was probably one of the coolest things. I just sat back and watched all the guys just eat and have a good time.
1: Yeah, eating and swapping stories about the hunts. And
2: well, The best thing is these guys were... All Pretty rough guys, they're just a guy's trip, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, but when you got to the dinner table, every one of them took their hat off, every one of them grabbed somebody's hand, they said an awesome prayer and ate dinner.
1: Yeah, that's what it's all about, right there. Oh, it was awesome! That's uh, that kind of stuff's probably one of my favorite parts about hunting is just the unity and how it brings people together.
2: Oh, that's why I hunt, yeah. I I could care less about going to kill a deer or anything.
1: Yeah, I mean they're cool. You can put them in the corner of your living room. They look good. There's a story with it, but the biggest thing and I mean that's one thing that's brought us closer is is the love of hunting and um I mean, I've made a lot of friends just through that. And it's a uh, it's definitely a uh a, a big community.
0: Yeah, it's and, a brotherhood.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's the best way to put it, just a brotherhood and we don't mean that as it can only be men and brother, you know, obviously it's women too, but um it's just definitely a uh a big family almost, you know, you get to camp, even people that you've never met before, complete strangers. Mm-hmm. But by the end of it you're gonna be best friends. Oh yeah. You know. And it's all over a a shared love and passion for the outdoors, um, and, and a respect for the animals we chase, you know, it's it's not like you can just go out here, or anybody, and and just immediately, boom, you start killing stuff. Or you start, you know, you're an expert hunter. It, it takes time. It takes tips and tricks from your dad or you know other wise old men, you know, and, uh,
2: and not just YouTube. Yeah, yeah, not just <laughs> YouTube.
1: Not just watching somebody do it or listening to a podcast and saying, "Oh yeah, I can do that." You know, <laughs> it's uh, it's definitely you know lots of hard work and, and time and lots of talks with god about a lot of um, failure yes yeah that is probably my biggest tip on on hunting is ex- expect failure and and uh accept it expect it and accept it mm-hmm. because without it you'll never learn how to do it different and exactly. you'll never learn how to be better at it and uh i can't tell how many deer i've missed you know with a rifle, with a bow, whatever it may be, um, it's not just something that you're just boom, you're good at. You know, it takes takes time and, and effort and failure. So, um, but yeah, that sounds like a a good time, just sitting around the dinner table and
2: oh, it was amazing hanging out. You know? Never met any of these guys before, but pretty much after every group left, we had and they're pretty much family afterwards. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah, y'all are you know first name basis and you know swapping stories and, mm-hmm. and just, it just it ends up being you know a lot more in it and i feel like that that is the one thing i wish that people that don't hunt or people that even are against hunting or whatever the case may be you know if you are or aren't against hunting but you don't hunt the one thing i wish you could experience throw out killing your first deer throw out any of that the one thing i wish you could experience is just the the brotherhood the comp uh Oh God, I'm gonna butcher this. The camaraderie. Yep, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah, that sounds yeah, right. right. Um, just the the being together, the the, the camp life, um, way more than the the killing or the you know the harvesting, anything like that. Um, the one thing that I wish people could experience is just that that sitting around the table praying, you know, eating a good meal and just swapping stories. Because mm-hmm. that right there will never get old. Never. And I hope harvesting animals doesn't either. But if it does, I will strictly go just to sit around mm-hmm. and, and uh, just chit chat with people. Because the day that you know harvesting a deer or harvesting a turkey or a duck, whatever, becomes boring or it doesn't do it anymore, I'll hang the hat up. Yeah. Say I'm done. You know. I don't think that'll ever happen. I mean, a eighty pound doe walks out, and I'm about to fall out of <laughs> the tree stand shaking. So, I can't.
2: I'm gonna be honest. I shake more for does coming in than I did that buck. Really. Hundred percent.
1: I don't know, I'd probably be shaking on that thing, too.
2: I didn't shake at all. Dang. It just it pretty much happened so quick. Yeah. I don't think I had time to. To think about it, yeah. And, too, normal, I mean, yeah, bucks can bust
1: you, too, and they're on high alert as well, but nine times out of ten, when you kill a big buck like this, a lot of times they're probably chasing does. Oh, he was. So, their mind is in a whole other world than... Is there anybody in that shooting house or anybody in that tree stand? Or what was that that I just saw move? You know, all he's worried about is that doe that's in heat. And uh, But a doe, you get an old doe, they will walk out of the woods looking at you. Oh, yeah. They know you're there. You know, they've been watching you for 20 minutes behind the trees where you can't see them. Mm -hmm. Just making sure that, you know, you seem safe to walk out. And uh, you can always tell the old doe because they're the one that's always watching you. The young ones will kind of give you a glance but then just go on mm-hmm. but an old they'll stare at you for a while and they they try to be sneaky though. They'll, they'll look at you and act like they're going down to eat and then they'll pop their head back oh, yeah. up real quick try to catch you moving
2: and then you hear them blow and then you might as well just get down from the tree yeah. by then
1: yeah if I hear deer blowing at all I'm that's I'm just out. a gut punch it is and it, what I hate is whenever I can tell they're not even close to me and the wind was good and I know that they're blowing because they smelt me and the wind must have shifted
2: mm-hmm. and I'm like man that's what just, what could I have done different? Yeah. For you not to smell me. Yeah. I
1: covered myself in scent killer. I did the whole I did everything that I could think of and but now what's crazy is sometimes I've had deer walk in the same way I walked into the tree stand, downwind of me. Never smell me, never act funny, nothing. Mhm. You know, it's it's weird. Deer are weird. They are. But, but they're smart. They are. They are Probably one of the smartest animals in the world That and turkeys. Yeah, turkeys are... Jesus. Yeah, they're not easy to kill. But that's what makes it fun, you know? They give you a run for your money most of the time.
2: I'm telling you, if you move your barrel a couple inches, they see it. Oh, yeah, they know.
1: I'm pretty sure they can see you blink. Yeah. Or, like, take a deep breath. But, But yeah, they, uh, I think, like, turkeys, they, I don't know, they have, like, a sixth sense sense or mm-hmm. something and uh it's a good one because i don't know what it is i don't know what's enhanced on them but they uh i know i've i've had them where i'll walk in and it's just barely daylight and they'll finally gobble and they'll be really close but they won't ever fly down because they saw me walk in yeah but they're so smart that they're they'll still let you know they're there they just won't ever come off the tree mm-hmm. you know
2: and when they come down it ain't towards you no
1: it is the other way yep and they are gone yeah, you won't hear them again once they hit the ground. Mm-hmm. Once they find their hens, they shut up. But I, I've heard that, and uh, where we are, we hunt southeasterns, um, or easterns. Um But I have heard that easterns are the hardest ones to kill.
2: Yes. That if my you can, my that, brother will say that.
1: That if you can kill an eastern, you can kill any turkey. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I know that me and you have talked about, like, going to south Florida, Osceolas, um, they're harder to kill. But it's because they're pressured so hard.
2: Depends where you go. I mean, you can go on a golf course in Disney, like I <laughs> sent you the pictures. Oh yeah. And you know how hard it was not to grab a nine iron and just start <laughs> whacking,
1: <laughs> just take them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, and that's the that's the other thing too is I mean even even around here like I've I've seen turkeys that will watch you walk through the field a hundred yards away and they won't ever fly off. But God forbid you're hunting them and you move your boot they fly off you know
2: what's weird i mean i've lived here all my life and we would always drive back and forth to crestview whether my dad was working a game as a uh, resource officer he did that for 25 years we would always see deer um sometimes pigs on the side of 85 oh yeah never seen turkeys but i'm starting to see more and more turkeys on the side of 85 Hmm. weird
1: Now that you say that, I don't think I've ever seen a turkey on side 785 on that stretch. And Mm -hmm. the stretch we're talking about, if you've ever heard of Eglin Air Force Base, it's all Eglin Air Force
2: Base property.
1: What you can hunt, there are, you know, open sections that you can hunt, which we plan on doing some this year.
2: Oh, Um, they have got the turkeys. Oh,
1: gobs of them.
2: I believe, I've been told, they trap some turkeys on Eglin and take them to different parts of Florida that might not have as many turkeys. Just to... Just because we have to help so us many. and help them, yeah,
1: yeah, that's crazy. That you got to have a lot to be able to say, hey, we need to trap some and
2: take
0: here,
1: you know. But yeah, I've I've heard Eglin can be tough too, just because there's can be a lot of pressure on, yeah, them there's
2: too, a lot of people so. out there.
1: That's that's where you separate the boys from the men on mm-hmm. those, so
2: which I went last year with um, my brother's best friend, Brock, who was um, still lives here. Actually, I'm I'm gonna have to get him on a podcast with you. You talking about a turkey slayer? Hmm. Turkeys ain't safe with him in the woods.
1: (laughs) He knows where where they're at. Three counties over.
2: And I should have killed my first turkey with him last year or this year on Eglin, but I missed. I rushed my shot and yeah, I got too excited. I've done that plenty of times. Uh, We had I can't tell you how many uh, toms we saw that day. Mm. It was probably one of the coolest hunts ever
1: yeah oh yeah those tur- turkey hunts are honestly probably turkey hunts probably my favorite hunt to do um you know it's it's a a lot of work and a lot of you know physical but uh it, it's all worth it whenever whenever that plan comes together and you're looking down a bead of a shotgun and there's a strutting tom at the end of it you know have you ever
2: used a scope for a shotgun
1: i have not the the only thing I've used is, is on that, uh, I had a single shot, uh, 20 gauge, and I had a red dot on it, mm-hmm. um, but I got rid of it. So I couldn't ever get it on. I missed a turkey with it.
2: Mine should be coming in soon. I got a little hold um, like the Hog series. T- yeah. Perfect little turkey scope, though, that uh, I sent um, off to get Cerakote okay. to match the bottom line. Oof. So it's going to look pretty. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we're both big bottomlands, guys. That's both of our go-to camos. So, Mossy Oak, if you want to sponsor me. Do it. I'll take it. I don't even need free stuff, just like a 10% discount code or something. And you to make my size and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's the other downfall.
2: You need to go to uh, the headquarters in Mississippi.
1: I want to. I, I want to plan a trip over there. It would be cool to plan a trip to Duck Hunt over there and then go by... Um, by there because I know Mississippi's got some good duck hunting too. Or at least I've heard.
2: I believe it's so. West Point is where the headquarters are. And okay. we went um when did I go? March? Uh. Yeah. I believe I went in March. We went on a golf trip okay. to hunt. Mossy Oak has a golf course there and a place Dang. called <laughs> Old Waverly. <laughs> and it's where um, Mississippi State does all their golfing too. Oh, gotcha! But we were there when they were uh, Mossy Oak was doing the the Mr. Fox, um, yeah, 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 turkey vest. Yep. And there was like three thousand people camped out overnight Holy to get that turkey cow. vest.
1: I I remember when they released it because they, uh, because I think uh when is the NWTF convention? It's in November, right?
2: NWTF in Nashville? Yeah. No, that's in February on um. In February. Um, valentine's, valentine's day, day. yeah
1: I, I knew it was not long before what you're talking about in march Um but yeah i, I remember them releasing videos announcing it you know telling whenever it's going to be released and everything like that and then yeah i remember talking to you about that you saying that there was people you know camped out waiting on a turkey vest mm-hmm. just a turkey vest
2: just turkey vest
1: you know yes it was nice but Camping out for a turkey vest,
2: and we had some people with us in the group that j- just golfers. They didn't, they don't hunt. Yeah, and when we told them it was for a vest, they said, "Well, what kind of vest? <laughs> turkey vest. What just, the heck is that?
1: Yeah, just a turkey hunting vest.
2: That's just a vest that you put all your turkey stuff in for when you go hunting.
1: Just holds your calls and it has a seat on it.
2: <laughs> and there's three thousand people out here waiting on it. Yeah, why?
1: That's serious. I guess they want to. Yeah, that is that is some serious serious commitment there. Um, to to do that, I don't. I think I would just wait a few months and have it for next season. Mm-hmm. Wait till wait till they got them back in or something.
2: But they auctioned one off and it made like thirty thousand dollars.
1: That's crazy. That is crazy. I can't imagine the guy sitting at home that bought a thirty thousand dollar turkey vest.
2: No, I think all that went to a charity or something. Gotcha,
1: gotcha. That makes more sense. Yeah, I could see that. A little I bit think
2: more. it was the number one vest because they're all numbered. Okay. Okay.
1: That was might have been. Well, no, they they probably had the uh, a little bit farther down the line at the NWTF convention. Which that that's something that I I really want to go to is a NWTF convention. I've heard it's a very good expo convention, whatever you want to call it.
2: But do it before you get a girlfriend. It's just gonna be. It's gonna be hard to talk her into going there for Valentine's Day. Well,
1: hopefully. Whenever I get one, it'll be one that likes hunting as much as me. And she'll just want to do that for Valentine's Day.
2: I mean, it is Nashville.
1: Yeah. We probably – you think we could talk Allison in going? go?
2: She'll go. Uh, Allison's game for anything.
1: But on Valentine's Day? Yes. Oh,
2: sweet. All I got to do is say, hey, we'll go to Disney a couple weeks later.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so uh, Hunter, Sully, um, and his wife Allison are, are big, big Disney goers. And she used She's to be a bartender, bartender and just brought us more beer. So perfect. Um, y'all just just went to Disney last weekend, right? Yep, it was last weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How was that?
2: It was hot. I bet. It was a uh, actually it, it was a little overcast, so it wasn't too too bad. We went for um, the Halloween party
1: in July or August.
2: Yeah, we had fall stuff out for like a month now.
1: Yeah, you're right. I walked I walked into their house to to come do this podcast and immediately got smacked in the face with pumpkin spice. So it smelled like a good October afternoon in Starbucks.
2: There's nothing better though.
1: There it wasn't. That was a, an amazing smell. I wasn't ready for it, but I was pleasantly surprised.
2: You'll it. have to come back the night after Halloween, and then you're just going to get hit with scent of evergreen because Christmas will be up.
1: Yeah, they're they're one of those uh, couples and families that skip Thanksgiving. They don't, they don't oh, really
2: yeah. care about Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving's
1: one day out of the month. Christmas is two months. Christmas is November and December. No, I, I do go out
2: on the cooking, but <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's just one day.
1: Which I don't really think you can like the decorations y'all have up now for fall and October. It's the same decorations for think, like November Thanksgiving. Yeah. Pretty Nothing much. really changes between October and November on decorations. No. So. But well,
2: what's going to be interesting this year, this is the first year that I've had my deer in here for Christmas, and she wants to put a red nose on it.
1: A red nose and a Santa hat.
2: I don't know if I'm up for it.
1: Hmm. Maybe some lights dangled in the antlers. Mm-mm. A little, little mistletoe in the middle something. Can't be doing that. Yeah. Maybe maybe after you get a second one. Yeah. Then then you can it's like ah, okay. It's kinda like kids, you know, your first kid, your baby and you, you second know, one's just overprotective. There. The second one you're like, ah first one turned out all right, we never mm-hmm. had any problems.
2: The second one gets all the me downs. Yeah, yeah. That's me.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm uh I'm technically the third baby, but uh my sister's my uh my half sister, so she was uh eighteen when I was born, so I'm really the the second in line with me and my brother. So he's seven years older than me. So not a big hunter though. He uh he is a five year Auburn graduate. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Why war eagle, baby. Sally over here's a on them roll
2: titers. Bammer.
1: Bammer hammer. Alabama hammer.
2: But I will say I do love Auburn. Yes. The town
1: That is that is one thing that I tell everybody No matter what school you root for in football, baseball No matter what it is Where you went to, graduated from, whatever If you go to Auburn, you'll love it Oh, it's awesome That campus is just It's gorgeous It's nice, yeah it's, it's gorgeous, it's fun, there's plenty to do um, And it's not, you know, super crazy You know, it's laid out really nice too um, And it's got a lot of heritage and history in it, you know that's uh, that's something I like, too. Like the trees. Well, those aren't there anymore.
2: <laughs> Actually, I did read an article that the new ones they planted are ready to roll this year.
1: Heck, yeah. That's been something. So, if that, y'all
2: ever win a game this year, y'all might be able to roll.
1: <laughs> Hopefully, we'll win the first one. It's only against, like, UMass.
2: Are y'all playing Baker? Yeah. <laughs> Baker High School? Yeah.
1: High School for the blind. <laughs> They'll still probably hold us till the second half. We're a second-half team. That's what I like to say. Unless we're just getting demolished and we kind of lose spirit and just let it roll. That was like we went to the – when Texas A&M first came into the SEC, we were at that game. And they beat us like 67 to like 14. Mm. We we, uh, we were sitting in the corner of one end zone and my brother was in the student section at the other end. And we could see him getting up and walking out of the stadium. It was Jeez. so empty. Yeah. And that's normally not an Auburn thing. I know that's a big Alabama thing, you know, fans leaving early. But, <laughs> but uh, that is not something Auburn ever does. Like, we, I mean, we can just be getting crapped on. And we never.
2: What's up, Ruben? I just coming to say hi.
1: Yep. We never, uh, our fans never are really big on leaving, especially the students. You know, they're, they're there to party. That's mm-hmm. all they. That's all they do. What's up, big guy? You want to say hey? Say hey. We got their their dog up in my lap. If you're on TikTok Live, this is Reuben.
2: And No, not after the sandwich. Nope. Reuben Foster. Yeah.
1: Sorry you had to be named that. Yeah, say
2: hey. Say He's hey. from Auburn. He went to um, say hey. Auburn High, I think. Really? He's got a tattoo of Auburn's logo.
1: That, that is hilarious. Mm-hmm. One of the what position did he played
2: out Middle He's linebacker. Linebacker, yeah. That boy would hit somebody. Oh
1: yeah, I would. Uh, I don't think he could pay me enough to get tackled by him. Like yeah. run a drill up the middle and him be at the other end.
2: He was so fun to watch.
1: He was. There's been a a lot of players that that were just fun to watch from from Alabama. Mm-hmm. I know. Uh, oh God, what's his name? Uh, this is going to be a sore subject for you, and I know it's beaten down by Auburn fans. But the kick six oh game, my God. the hundred yard pass—that's
2: all y'all ever talk about.
1: Hey, we you know we hold our little victories high. We we cherish the little things in Auburn. But I cannot think of that dude's name that caught that pass. It's like the longest pass in Alabama football history. Because I think it was actually like. From where the quarterback was standing to when that receiver crossed the end zone was actually like 104 yards Mm -hmm. because he was three yards deep in the end zone. Yeah. But, yeah, there's a – and I like Nick Saban. Nick Saban is probably my favorite all-time football coach. That's bad to say as an Auburn fan, but Nick Saban is just – he's fun to watch. He's always lively, especially when he gets mad. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite part is when he's mad.
2: Have you ever seen the video of him and um, Will Muschamp when they were at uh, Florida? No, LSU. Uh-uh. Oh, my God.
1: He loses. They mind. both lose it. Oh, Jesus.
2: <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I like I think him. it was Will Muschamp.
1: Whenever Nick Saban gets mad, clipboards aren't safe.
2: No, your headset ain't safe. Headset, headsets aren't safe. They yet. don't carry no clipboard.
1: Yeah, you're right. He, he doesn't. His is his headset. I remember there was one game I was watching and he threw it but it hung it like it was still hung up on <laughs> his back and it's just dangling and swinging. I was like, that would make me even more mad because it didn't I didn't get the full effect and get it thrown off. But but yeah, I am glad football season's back. That means hunting season's right around the corner.
2: It's about time. And cold
1: weather. I'm about tired of this. 110, 115 degree weather with ninety five percent humidity. It's getting old. Very I mean it's good for business, but
2: it's very good for business.
1: But I'll I'll take some slowdown and some cold weather. Mm-hmm. It's, it's about time. But yeah, back to the the NWTF uh convention and, and expo. Um I, I mentioned last week in that podcast, um, with Christian that I had some Kind of big news, just some stuff to talk about um, on this podcast, and, and it's not the NWTF convention exactly, but it is another expo. Um, I went to Buckmasters last week and um, talked with a few people, and uh, a friend of mine, his his girlfriend actually had a booth in it, so we I kind of got into detail on what it took to get a booth and how much it was, and uh, highly considering uh getting a booth in it next year. So as long as I can get a uh, plenty of merch by then, um, to have enough to, you know, keep stocked in it and everything. I'm hoping I can can do that and make that a a goal for next year is just to have, have a booth in that 'cause it Buckmaster's always been a, a big uh event for me and my dad every year. So it'd just be cool to you know, we always went to it so now I can say like I've got a got a booth in it so mm-hmm. and i know like you and your brother and everybody at the the camp y'all had um y'all had a booth in the
2: world deer expo, world and, deer expo in uh, Birmingham B-ham. yeah so how how was that? Did you like that? <laughs> no
1: really? nope
2: huh. it was 3 days of a lot of sitting mm-hmm. a lot of talking and all you get there is, we call them trick-or-treaters. Yeah. So you get. Free stuff. Yep. All well, that's all they want. They're going to come by and get some free stuff. You got what, a koozie? What you
1: got for free? Yeah. You got a koozie, a lanyard?
2: And God forbid if you try to sell a koozie for a, a few dollars. Yeah. You're getting cussed out.
1: Yeah. Oh, the booth over there gave me one for free.
2: We had wow. quite a few people say that. Well, that's the booth over there. Yep. That ain't this booth. Go back to that one get another one.
1: Yep. Get one for me, too, while you're at mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's, I mean, I don't think people understand, and I'm slowly getting to where, I, you know, I see why that's not a huge thing. Like, yeah, some booths have it, and, you know, it is doable, but that's money that you're losing, Yeah, basically. Yes, it's advertisement. And yes, it's, you know, but honestly. Depends how big you are, I guess, if you can do it or not. Yeah. And And honestly, I mean, from experience, I've gotten free stuff from booths, and I don't ever use it. Yeah. So, it's like, why do I need it, you know? And plus, I'm, you know, I already, whenever people buy hats or shirts or whatever, I just give them free koozies with Mm -hmm. it. You know, thanks for the support. Here's something on me. That's what
2: we did pretty much. You buy a hat for like 25 bucks. We'll give you a koozie. Yeah. If you sign up for a hunt, yeah, we're going to get you a koozie and a hat. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: But you got that when you walked in the door anyway. You had a little gift pack waiting on you. You came in the lodge.
1: I got you. But y'all did mainly deer hunts, but y'all did do duck hunts too, right? We
2: did deer, um, ducks, hogs, and we had two or three dove hunts every year. Okay, at, those were fun. You know, you oh had yeah, seventy-five hunters at one time. Yeah, that's uh, I would love to have a field
1: that you could do a big dove hunt, but. Mm-hmm. It's tough. You got to, I mean, a good dove field is not just, oh, they just cut a crop down. Let's go dove hunt. You know, no. it's it's normally planned for, planted for. You know, it's it's a lot more to it than just. Oh, Austin
2: stressed more and more about the dove hunts than he did anything else. Oh, I
1: bet, I bet.
2: Just because you have so many people out there, you want everybody to, yeah, have to at the least opportunity to do some shooting. Yeah. The funniest thing, we had, I think it was our last dove hunt we did um there's a lot of people that had a lot of success but we asked one guy man how'd you do he said i shot like three boxes of shells and i didn't kill one bird <laughs> i was like good god
1: yeah don't blame that on what you shooting yeah don't blame that on us
2: shooting skybirds
1: yeah how far away were those birds Could you see them? were they birds or were they airplanes <laughs> yeah yeah birds or a dragonfly
2: and did you have too many beers
1: yeah, yeah that's that's the other thing were you in the right state of mind mm-hmm yeah that uh that's uh that's something i'm looking forward to is uh going on my first guided hunt this year uh that goose hunt in early november that that should be a good time. i hope you
2: have a good guide because the guide makes or breaks the trip
1: oh yeah yeah it sounds I, the people that i'm going with have uh have been a few times and they they say it's awesome so i'm hoping that is the case because yeah like you said i mean your guide is 100 percent uh you know 100 percent 90 percent of the hunt you know i mean other, going back to the texas
2: trip he gave us the keys to the tundra pretty much every day and said here it's four thousand acres out there go find your bird yeah,
1: yeah drive around till you find a bird they didn't
2: have any pictures or anything of yeah. um game trail cameras
1: and, and like, no plan, other than that in a water hole.
2: So I hope it's going to be different for you.
1: Yeah, I hope so, too, because, honestly, I mean, I've I've duck hunted. This will be my fourth year, and, you know, I feel like I can hold my own most places, but, I mean, I don't have goose decoys. I don't have none of that. I only have goose call. Yeah. I ain't ever hunted a goose, so I don't know – uh I don't know what it's gonna be like, so yeah, I hope he is uh more involved and, and just uh you know, a lot better than that. Mm-hmm. Cause if it isn't, it's gonna be a waste of money. Yep. But but y'all are y'all are
2: going on a duck hunt this year, right? No.
1: Y'all are? I thought y'all were going to Tennessee.
2: We were thinking about it. Oh, okay, but nothing okay. set stone, yeah.
1: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I uh I talked to somebody about going on one, and, but it was like 2200 bucks for like a three-day or a two-day, something like that.
2: Now, we are talking about going to Wyoming. I don't know, next year or the year after for a turkey hunt mm. to kill... Um,
1: those are... Are those Merriams? Yeah,
2: Merriams. Yeah.
1: That'll be really fun. That'll those, be awesome. Those are some beautiful birds. Oh, the white
2: tips? Yep. Gorgeous.
1: And Wyoming is gorgeous in its own, too. But I heard
2: their gobbles are... Weird. Like little sissy gobbles.
1: Yes. I I remember uh, I saw a video, some turkey page posted on Instagram, and it had like every region's gobble. And uh, yeah, that was like the Merriam's gobble, and it's just real, real low, real weak, nothing serious, so...
2: I think the Eastern's the loudest one, the deepest one, too. Oh, yeah. Because we heard birds in Texas, but never got to see them. Yeah. And you could tell a difference. Like, you get an eastern out in front of you, you're sitting on the ground, you could feel it in your chest. Yeah.
1: Which is, cr- I don't know how that works. I don't know what it is, but, I mean. When they spit
2: and drum, oh, my God.
1: Yeah, that's how you know they're close. If you can hear them drumming, that turkey is very close. You better sit very still. But that's like a, uh, I know uh I had one. I called in for a buddy of mine. I never actually got to see the bird, but the closer it got, every time it gobbled, the ground. I mean, it feels like the ground shakes.
2: Yeah, hundred percent.
1: And it it is the most, you know, heart racing, pump up you can get. I think in the it's hunting. Pure hunting adrenaline. It's, yeah. Turkey turkey is a lot of adrenaline. So if you've got heart problems, I wouldn't recommend going turkey hunting. No, because you might have a heart attack. But,
2: yeah, it's the kind it, of adrenaline I get when I go. Um, there's one ride in Disney that really just chaps me. Which one? And that is the Tower of Terror. Yeah. I have that same adrenaline turkey hunting that I do going to, on that stupid ride. And yeah. she's sitting over there laughing because she loves it.
1: Oh, yeah. Is that is that your favorite ride? No.
2: That's one of them.
1: What's your favorite ride?
2: She's quiet. Don't know
1: which one? The teacups. Yeah, see, I'm not a roller coaster guy. I don't.
2: That one I told you about, the doing that just opened, Guardians. Yeah. Prime. Good. Oh, it was awesome.
1: Yeah, see, I'm not a. Which I'm a big guy too. I'm. I'd be worried the dang thing wouldn't close, you know. <laughs> and,
2: <laughs> I'm gonna take you one time, and you're gonna get on the ride. I'm gonna carry a bolt with me.
1: A bolt. Oh. Uh,
2: and I'm gonna drop pull it out of my pocket, and it's like, dude, is this from your seat? <laughs> right when we take off
1: there's a there's a guy that does tiktok videos he does the the slingshot ride and uh it's not the one that like tilts you back and shoots you it's one that you like strapped in and it's like on a on a pole and uh he uh he'll be on his computer and he's like oh crap he's like let me check it says your seat belt's not tight and he'll <laughs> press the button and it'll shoot up and people, oh, it freaks people out because the last thing you hear is your seatbelt's not tight
0: mm-hmm.
1: from the operator, so you think it's legit, and it scares the crap out of people. But yeah, like like on our senior trip, we went to Dollywood, and all everybody, all my friends, they rode because you know Dollywood's got like the oldest wooden roller coaster, and
0: I think
2: it'll beat you up. Yeah,
1: yeah. I was like, no, y'all have fun. I'm I'm good. I'll sit over here or something. I just don't don't care for them so. Never been on one, so I can't say they're not fun or something, but I just... I'm good. I'll pass.
2: <laughs> rather not.
1: Rather not find out if I don't like them. Legit.
2: <laughs> no, I did like it.
1: I probably would once I did one of them. I will say one of my favorite things ever was the, the Buzz Lightyear thing where you shoot the stuff.
2: That is not a roller coaster. No,
1: I know, but... <laughs> that was my favorite ride. Or... Half ride, I guess you could say.
2: That's still a good one. We ride that one every time.
1: Yeah. Which, again, the last time I went to Disney, I was five, so.
2: It has changed.
1: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure it's gotten a lot bigger.
2: You can fit the original Disneyland in California. You can fit that whole park inside the parking lot of Magic Kingdom in Orlando.
1: Holy cow. That's ridiculous.
2: But the biggest one land wise is animal. Animal kingdom. That is. Have you ever been there?
1: Yeah, yeah. We. I think we did. Animal kingdom. Disney, and then. is there one or two more? Two more. We might have did Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom was one, right?
2: It's Magic, animal, Epcot, and uh, yeah, we did not Hollywood. do. We
1: did not do Epcot.
2: Which it would have been MGM, probably when you went.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I remember, because Magic Kingdom's got the, was it Magic or Animal's got the giant like the Tree of Life, the out of that would be Animal. Yeah. I, I'm gonna piss him off. He hates whenever I don't get my Disney facts right. Like I said, some what I said the other day about
2: he wants to go to Disney to go to the Harry Potter World, Allison.
1: Yeah. It irritates him so much. <laughs> Because when I say, well, like, when I think of Disney, I think of all of them. I don't, because I don't go a lot, so I think it was just as one big entity. I don't think of it as separate parks, you know. It's just Disney to me. <laughs> it's like disrespecting his religion over here. Jesus. But I want mine to go now that I'm older. I actually get to do everything that you can do, pretty much.
2: Honestly, we're going now pretty much solely for the food.
1: Yeah, that obviously I'm I'm a big eater. I like eating, so that's a big thing for me that I'd like to do is just go down there and experience all that. Definitely get some butter beer, and then I really want to do the
2: the drinking around the world. I think you can make it all the way.
1: If I ate a good meal before,
2: well, you pretty you eat as you go too. Oh, okay, okay. So, at, like, each stop you go at each country, they yeah. have food from that country, and they have drinks from that country, too.
1: Gotcha. How many are... Is there 20... Whew. I think there's, like, 27, right? Or something? In it. I remember watching a video. Somebody, like, filmed... Their dad wanted to do it, so they just followed him around filming it, and he made it to, like, the seventh country and was done.
2: Oh, it's rough. Blacked Especially out. when you start in... Uh, Mexico. And you get one of the margaritas? Mm-hmm. It ain't one of the margaritas you get in Crush
1: Yeah, at like a Mexican restaurant. No. It's half it's and stout. half. <laughs> it's got four shots of tequila instead of one and a half.
2: A splash of lime juice.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a lime-flavored tequila, not... Mm-hmm. Or, remember say that? Tequila-flavored lime. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what a friend of mine said she wanted to go, but she was like, I'm not starting in Mexico. I was like, nah, get the worst ones out of the way. Yeah. You can kind of pace yourself the rest of the way. Because if I'm already pretty good and i got to drink a bunch of tequila at the end, it's not going to be fun. Mm-mm.
2: It's not a fun bus ride afterwards. Mm-mm.
1: No, it is not.
2: We didn't have dessert. You want some dessert?
1: I'd love some dessert.
2: Alison, you want to give us a couple of cakes, a couple little cakeies? She baked a lemon pound cake tonight.
1: Mm, that sounds amazing. You did tell her not to burn it earlier, so I hope she didn't burn it.
2: Mm. <laughs> no telling.
1: But those dang high schoolers are fighting in their football game. Does Laura Hill have a football team? No. We're too small. We could have – we probably could make enough kids to have just a varsity team. But yeah. it would be sixth grade through twelfth grade on a varsity. Yeah, you can't do that. No.
2: So. I had some good ones last night. Uh, Crestview lost by like one. mm mm-hmm. Niceville beat a team from Miami. Dang. Even Destin High School won last night. Yeah,
1: Destin played Freeport. Freeport, right? Yeah. hmm yeah, I, I couldn't. Uh, I was trying to read on the Crestview, and I couldn't ever figure out who they played. But it did say it was like they lost like a heartbreaker, like right at the
2: end. I can't remember who they played. No one from around here.
1: Yeah, because at, at one point they were up like thirteen to zero. I think a uh, half. I think yeah, halftime, and then they just I guess lost it at the end. But I don't. I don't know who Baker played, but
2: I think Baker lost to Walton, South Walton, maybe. Mm, hmm.
1: Which their their coach just. Left, he's up in op, op. so that's he,
0: good hunting line up there
1: oh yeah yeah. I know a lot of guys that hunt up there and uh that and around like just north of Andalusia and McKenzie uh had a family friend that was in a in a lease up there and uh somebody killed a deer up there a couple weeks after I was hunt there hunting and when I tell you I'm, I'm pretty sure it had to be 24 inches wide jeez it was the widest just natural eight point i've I've ever seen minus maybe like a Texas deer, you know, but it was huge, but
2: yeah those Texas deer are weird
1: they are I <laughs> might have to take my Zen pouches out for this one Ruben. I'm gonna put this on my knee. don't eat it, no, no. He's eyeballing it. Yeah, I'm just going to put this over here.
2: That's pretty good. Is it?
1: Yeah, I'm about to tear into it. That I think that game right there is going to be good, the LSU-Florida State. Who you
2: got? Where's it at?
1: It's in Jacksonville, I think.
2: Oh, mutual site? Mm-hmm. Because
1: they, they played last year. They started, too. And – Florida State beat them last year and I've heard some good things about Florida State this year but you know I got a good buddy of mine he's an LSU fan and I got some good buddies that are Florida State fans too but I don't know I want Florida State to win just because I don't you know being an Auburn fan I don't like LSU but
2: I keep it in the conference I was real real
1: happy when they beat that
2: red and white team last year (laughs) I don't know which one you're talking about
1: a and and Just kidding. They lost to them. I don't know how, but <laughs> and then they went and got the crap beat out of them by Georgia. Which I, you know, everybody's talking about if they're going to three-peat this year, and I just don't think they are. I think they're
2: very going. difficult, but they have the schedule to do it.
1: Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, I've seen some very good Alabama teams win two back to back. And then they, you know, just barely missed the third. Mm-hmm. And so I've always thought if Alabama can't do it, I don't know if anybody can. hmm You know. But I will say football is definitely getting a lot more competitive. Which I'm, I'm happy about, you know. But just for the longest time it was just, all right, who's going to win this year? Alabama, Ohio State, or Clemson? Yeah. Maybe Oklahoma, you know. But now it's getting to where, you know, I mean, hell, last year TCU was in. Mm-hmm. You
2: know?
1: So – Which I never would have thought they would have been in it.
2: And they're always a baseball school. Mm -hmm. They are are very good at baseball. Cake is very good. That was their first time making it, I think. Good job.
1: Yep. Killed it.
2: Now her apple pie. Mm.
1: Something to die for.
2: Mm-hmm. Mine's a little bit better. I put a little secret (laughs) in there. It happened by accident, but it made a little bit better. Less salt. Oh, my God. Don't get me started on the salt. No, but I was asking her how to make it one time for a group of hunters we had at the lodge. Yeah. And she said, well, you get your apple pie spice and all that. Well, I picked up what I thought was apple pie spice. It was pumpkin pie spice. Ah, I didn't notice that until um, after we ate it.
1: But it made it good. Uh, It made it better. Dang. She just gave him the dirtiest look ever, by the way. She's probably calling BS on it, but... She don't know. Yeah. Yeah, so really it's a pumpkin spice apple pie. Yeah. And it's good.
2: She didn't go to the lodge very often. She had to stay at home and babysit.
1: Babysit sit Mr. Reuben.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Y'all didn't take him up there a lot?
2: A little bit. But with him, we had a pond right outside the lodge. Yeah. And I would let him out to pee. It was like 6 in the morning.
1: Right to the pond.
2: Straight to the pond. And that jerk would, I'd walk around the whole pond with him. And he'd just sit there and swim.
1: (laughs) For anybody that didn't get to see Reuben on the live he is a full-blooded chocolate lab, and anybody that's ever had a lab or been around labs or knows labs, they love water. Mm-hmm. They will jump in it as soon as they see it. Especially that one. Yeah, both of mine are are pretty keen to getting in the water. I had a buddy of mine that said his they would throw throw a toy out that would sink. And it'd sink down like eight, nine feet to the bottom of their pond. And he would jump in and dive to the bottom again. I've never seen a dog do that. We had a yellow
2: lab that would do. She wouldn't dive too, too deep. But she would dive to get something in like the shallow end. Yeah. I don't think he's ever dove. Yep. Well, he gets his operation Monday.
1: Yep. Hopefully all goes well on that.
2: I hope so. If
1: anybody listening's the praying type, shoot one up for Reuben here.
2: Has a mast cell tumor in his back leg. They're gonna cut off Monday
1: and hopefully get it all out. Mm Mm-hmm. Ain't that right, Reuben? Oh, you get back up here. Yeah, you smell the cake. I know. I know. What's up? (laughs) No. No. Go see mama.
2: The people we got them from just stopped um, their breeding. Really? Being a Chocolate Farm. Hmm.
1: So, they did they mainly just do chocolates?
2: They had chocolates, um, yellows, blacks. I don't want to say they had a couple of reds.
1: Yeah. I mean, it'd almost be impossible to only breed <laughs> and get chocolates. Yeah. So.
2: Hey buddy. Well, they are some gorgeous dogs.
1: Oh yeah, I love a lab. That's probably my favorite dog. That and the GSP. I like. I like GSPs. They're pretty dogs too. My nephew just got got a puppy. So
2: you better have the time and the Ooh. the land for a GSP. Yeah.
1: Time, the patience, all of it. They are oh. go
2: go go. My dad actually got a. Um, they found a GSP on the side of the road in Ocala.
0: Hmm.
2: They asked and asked and asked people if it was theirs. Posted it on Facebook. No one claimed it wasn't shipped. Yeah. So he got a free GSP. Dang. Are you it? talking about wired?
1: Oh, yeah. Those things, man. They, they keep it in their house. And I went over there the other night and I uh, was working on the last podcast. And, I mean, he is just full speed. Running through a house, through their, through their house, and their house echoes bad. And uh, they have another dog, and they were playing, and he come running by and head butted the chairs that we were sitting in, and I thought for sure this thing was going like, to knock himself out. He stopped for about thirty seconds and went right back to it. Mm-hmm. Didn't phase him. Nope, they don't care.
2: They do not like water though. Really, my dad would throw his in the water. They did not swim.
1: Not good duck dogs.
0: Nope.
1: Which I th- I think GSPs are really made for just upland bird yep. hunting. Mm-hmm. You know, quail and dove and uh, pheasant. Mm-hmm. Which uh, my dad actually bought some pheasant. Why? I don't know. They were on sale, I guess, or something from where he buys his chickens. And he bought some and we let them grow and up till they were old enough to be released. And we just released them. And. Every now and then on our road, you'll drive by and a rooster will run across. Hmm. Those are some pretty birds. Yes, they are. I'd love to see it and be able to harvest it and get it mounted. Mm-hmm. Those things are beautiful.
2: They eat pretty good, I heard, too. Yeah. I've yeah, never I've had heard one, but. Too. Almost oh, as good as on a, a bacon-wrapped dove.
1: You too big to be doing all that, big guy. He's like, Mom, there's cake over here. I don't want you.
2: He wants the attention.
1: Time for some Benadryl. Go night, night.
2: When the vet told me how much to give him, my jaw dropped.
1: <laughs> Isn't it like three pills or something?
2: 325 milligrams of Benadryl.
1: Holy cow. I feel like I could take one of those and pass out.
2: I take two of them, like, when I get. My eyes were started itching and stuff for allergies. Yeah. And I am out.
1: Yeah. And Ruben here only weighs what, like 100 pounds?
2: 85.
1: 85? Yeah. Yeah. So he's a quarter of. No. What are you doing? What are you doing? No. I ain't giving you no cake. I done gave you all my scraps off the steak. He's a good dog, though. Oh, he's awesome. Well behaved. In the house? Yeah, yeah.
2: When you get him in the vehicle,
1: it goes nuts.
2: That's a nightmare.
1: <laughs> yeah, mine, my two dogs, I Remington, my boy, he, he don't mind the vehicles too much, but my girl, whenever she gets in the vehicle, even out of her crate, whatever, it's almost like she's just scared. Mm hmm. And, uh, I mean, she's never had a an accident or anything like never been hit by a car never you know has no bad experiences with vehicles. she just does not like it
2: i think it's just excitement with ruben yeah he's so excited to see different things yeah
1: He bounce them back and forth between yep. windows
2: he jumps at vehicles gone by really mm-hmm
0: hmm.
1: well so i know y'all y'all don't have the uh the old lease anymore
2: no, right. yeah. so. my brother's boss was the owner, and he ended up saying he'll get another one eventually. Yeah, I don't know if they'll do um, like the outfitter. Yeah, it might just be for just personal. Yeah, it might things. be for us and yeah, employees. I got you. But I loved that place though. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was a pain because it flooded a lot. Really. Oh yeah, a lot of water on that place. Uh-huh.
1: That's perfect for duck hunting.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of ducks.
1: Yeah, I know uh, I've got some some friends and locals up in Lower Hill that they hunt up in Demopolis, mm-hmm. and they kill the heck out of some ducks up there in some of that flooded timber. So, I know once you get out there, you get a little bit better and down here. It's kind of slim pickings around here, but it's still fun to go.
2: Yeah,
1: I, I enjoy just going with buddies and spending time with with people
2: that's pretty much all it's about because you only get 30 minutes of hunting
1: yeah and that's uh that's what I always tell people when they're you know I think I might start duck hunting I was like well, one, you better have a thick pocketbook and not mind spending money and two you better get ready for a lot of work for a little bit of reward mm-hmm. you know you wake up at you know three four in the morning go set everything up. And then you, you know, from shooting light, you got about 30, 45 minutes of good hunt. Yep. You could sit around for another hour and maybe catch a little single or a double coming in every now and then. But for the most part, you got about 30 good minutes of hunting and then it's done.
2: Did you order your waiters yet?
1: I have not. You might want to do that. Yeah, I need to. I meant to ask you the other day, which one's bigger, the stout or the king? I have no idea. I remember looking at it. I can't remember which one it was. Because that's my problem with waiters is to get...
2: You uh, need to try them on before you buy it, pretty much.
1: Yeah, and that's why I kind of want to go to Rogers. Yeah. Or uh, Max Prayer Wings. Because
2: mm-hmm.
1: we'll be right next to that when I go on that goose hunt. Mm-hmm. But the problem is that's right before duck season. And the chances of them... They're
2: not going to be on sale.
1: <laughs> well, they're not going to be on sale, and I would be worried if they even have them. That's true. You know, if they're going to be sold out. Because I know down here, like, the The Bass Pros and the Academies and all that, come end of October, they don't have anything duck hunting other than shells and shotguns. But everything else, calls, lanyards, dog accessories, anything, it's all gone. Mm -hmm. So I would be worried about that. But I I would like to go try some on before I buy them because uh, the ones that I had before, they did fine, but the boot was too big, so they always tried to pull off my feet but the chest was just big enough.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it was real snug, and they were really uncomfortable. So I, I need to find some that I can go smaller in a boot but still have the big chest Yeah, on it. But So I, I really need to go to Max Prairie Wings or Rogers or something and try them on. Or
2: either um, just call the manufacturer. Yeah. Um, if anybody would know, it would be them.
1: Yeah, true. I need to get some measurements done so I, I can look at charts too and figure out. All right. Well, this one is for this inch to this inch, mm-hmm. and and size it myself. But
2: are mm-hmm. we at? An hour? An
1: hour and twenty minutes?
2: Time's flying.
1: Yeah, it does. That's that's one thing that I've realized on this is when I before I started, I was like, man, I'm I hope me and whoever's my guest can can talk for you know 45 minutes, but now it's like. I gotta catch myself and stop it, you know, <laughs> or else we'll just keep talking. But
2: a lot of the podcasts I listen to um, exceed the the hour.
1: Uh oh, uh oh, block punt! Oh, touchdown!
2: That's yeah, a touchdown.
1: Down by seventeen. It's about time y'all did something. <laughs> but yeah, I a lot of the. The ones I listen to are anywhere from, like, 50 minutes to, like, two hours, yeah. somewhere in that range. So that's that's kind of what I shoot for is an hour to an hour and a half, something like that.
2: What kind do you mostly listen to? Uh,
1: Mostly just, like, hunting outdoors ones. So mm-hmm. Bayou Dragons is a big one that I listen to. Um, I just started listening to the Maggie Williams podcast. Uh, I listen to the Duck Call Room, which is the Duck Commander, Duck Dynasty guys. Um, there was one other one I listened to. I listened to a little bit of the Meat Eater podcast. Um, yeah, pretty pretty much just hunting or outdoors-based ones. I don't, I don't really listen to um, too many just like talk radio podcasts or talk podcasts, I guess you could say. Um, just, you know, about general stuff. Every now and then I'll throw on like a sports podcast. Mm-hmm. For the most part, it's just hunting outdoors.
2: My go-to is a golf podcast from... A guy over in the UK. Hmm. That's just relaxing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the thing for me with podcasts is, you know, I'll one I'm, I'm I get tired of listening to the same old music all the time.
2: Oh, it's the same music on the radio every day.
1: Yep. So I get to where it's like, all right, I need to change something up, and you know, podcasts are different every time. Mm-hmm. So. You know, no two are the same because normally you've got different people on there, or different topics, or for, like, sports podcasts, every weekend you got different sports stuff to talk about. Yeah. So everything changes, and and normally it's a little, little entertainment with a little bit of seriousness, you know, a little comedy. So they're all pretty good. But I know, uh, like, a buddy of mine and my brother's, he's big on the Pat McAfee show. Yeah. And then two, uh, the Dale, Dale Jr.'s podcast. So he listens to those two a lot. And I, I haven't listened to the Dale Jr. one, but I'd like to. That, that used to be my, my race car driver there.
2: I think that was Allison's first crush. She was a big yee-yee.
1: There you go. Deer I mean, horns. She is from, from Baker, right? Yeah. So that's that's some yee-yees up there.
2: Started off with old Dale Jr., and then I went to uh, – A.J. McCarron. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. A.J. was was a fan favorite with the ladies, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. So, a little bit more than old Greg was.
2: Greg was a weirdo.
1: Yeah. (laughs) He was. He still kind of is.
2: He (laughs) still is.
1: Yeah, I remember there was a – somebody made, like, a parody after the kick six game. And it was – Here we go again. (laughs) And it was uh, – they, like, they showed the kick and whenever it was missed and the guy immediately was just like, all right, folks, well, we're going to overtime. And uh, they're like, I'm not really sure why he's still running. And he's like, you know, I, th- I think the game's over. And he's like, oh, Nick Saban's going to come out and do the half – or do, like, the overtime, like, the at midfield, the coin toss or whatever. <laughs> and he's like, uh, A.J. McCarron running over there to get a good luck kiss from his girlfriend. <laughs> as he like runs into the locker room and then that was about when the fans started coming onto the field and the the dudes like, well, now this is this is just bush league. This is amateur hour. They they got to start thinking when are they when can we start shooting these kids?" <laughs> you know, but it, it's just funny that he's he says the AJ McCarron going to get a good luck kiss. <laughs> I remember he I think he made headlines more off of his girlfriend than Yeah. Which is funny, I'm pretty sure she was an Auburn grad, right? Yeah. So, but yeah, they, I mean, I think he made, like, national news with how hot his girlfriend was. Yeah. So, because I think, wasn't she like a, didn't she do, like, pageants or something, too?
2: She was Miss Alabama, Yeah, Miss
1: Alabama, yeah. So, he made headlines more with that than his two national championships. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he... Yeah, he won eleven and twelve, right? Because ten was Greg's last year. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's.
2: Back to hunt. You want to hear the story of the deer?
1: Yes, I would. We talked. Is it the one that we talked about at dinner?
2: Yes. Yeah. I didn't get into it because I was going to save it. <laughs> so it's that deer over there, of course. We called them. Um, Austin knew exactly what deer it was when we walked in. He named him, um, I think it was Big Boy or Big Daddy or something.
1: There it is. There.
2: But the night before, I passed on a very good seven. It was a big deer, big-bodied deer. But I knew he was on probably two-and-a-half, three-year-old deer, so I wasn't yeah. going to shoot him, let him grow. Austin got mad at me for it because he was a big deer. I was like, yeah. whatever. So I tried to go back to that same spot the next morning. We talked about it like we always do. Hey, where are you going to go and get a good game plan in? So I was going to go here. You need to go over there to where we killed him. But he said, no, nah, we're going to do is we're both going to go to. Oh, um, what was the it was in the woods. We called it something crossroads. So we both went to the crossroads and sat together. At a um, two-man ladder stand. Very uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Horrible. But I got up in the tree, and I lasted probably five minutes, and I just broke into a sweat. And I said, dude, I got to get down. I got to go to the bathroom. I can't do it. He said, are you kidding me? So I can't do it. My stomach's bubbling. I got to go.
1: Yep. When you got to go, you got to go.
2: I didn't have any dude wipes at the time, but I had an undershirt. Hey, there you go. And that... Uh, did just fine, but I went probably 65 yards to the pines and did what I had to do. He said, don't be surprised if uh, you hear a gunshot. I was like, well, I don't care at this point. <laughs> My stomach's hurting. Yeah. If I get it back in the tree, and then we see a few, actually, woodies fly by. So that was pretty cool. And then a few does. And then some smaller bucks chasing. And then old big boy walked out. Mm. It probably wasn't an hour or two from when I got down, probably not even. And he walked in. He I Austin actually grunted him in. Dang. I probably had forty five seconds to make a shot because he was chasing On a does. Mission. Yeah, he was chasing does. Yeah and it was through some trees and everything. I shot and he dropped right there mm. with the Ruger 308. He sat there and squirmed for an hour.
1: Jesus.
2: An hour. Never got up or anything. So I, we didn't know if it was a bad shot, or if I spined him or what. But come to find out, I hit him right behind the shoulder and I even got the um the bullet Dang. The, um, took it to the, um, processor. Will you go get the bullet? It's in the, my gun cabinet on the top shelf. I'll show you. It's pretty cool. I think he said it was lodged in his shoulder or something. Dang. yeah, I'll, I'll always save that. Yeah.
1: Heck yeah. That's cool. How far was it?
2: Fifty yards probably.
1: Dang. Sound like she just dropped something.
2: Some expensive probably. <laughs> Don't forget, you still got my shotgun.
1: Yeah, I know. I meant to bring it tonight. And I completely forgot.
2: Half the time I forget about it and I'm like, he's got it.
1: I know you you asked me the other day if I still had it. I was like, uh yeah.
2: But there it is. There's the Mushroomed bullet at the dugout.
1: Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, deer resilient man.
2: Have you seen the video on Facebook and TikTok, or not TikTok? Because I don't have TikTok. Uh, Instagram of the deer that's missing half of his back. Yes. And still walking.
1: That the big buck that like walks in front of a trail camera. Yes. Yeah.
2: It's unbelievable. Yeah. they are so tough.
1: Yeah, I've, I still think they're some of the toughest animals. Oh, um, they are. You know, I've seen them get, you know, sh- their shoulder blown off, or, you know, leg blown in half, or something, and. I mean, they'll run a hundred yards.
2: And they're just still going. Yeah,
1: and and then you might bump them when you walk to them. Yeah. You know, so. They're tough. They are tough. I mean that's that's why you know shot placement is so critical on them Mm -hmm. because if you do make a half decent shot or even a slightly bad shot I mean their lob will go miles yeah you know I've heard of plenty of people that were you know bow hunting and oh that's a block field goal they're uh they're bow hunting and you know they make a very good shot but it's you know just not enough lung or not enough angle or something and you know, they'll track a deer across three property lines, mm-hmm. know, and it just keeps going. So,
2: Get the dogs out.
1: Yep. So that's something cool that I saw at Buckmasters was these guys from Ohio that do thermal deer recovery with a drone. Huh. It was super cool. Um, I can't remember the company name, but I talked to them a little bit. They're trying to come down south you know, in Alabama and stuff to do it. Because obviously you're not gonna, you know, get somebody to come from Ohio to come track a deer with a drone. No, you know, even the you know biggest world class buck, I, you know, that costs so much to get them to come down and do that. It it almost be you know not worth it. But um, yeah, uh, the they, deer they, might
2: be rent by the time they get yeah, there. Yeah,
1: that the, you know that too. They got to get a plane. They got to do this. They got to do that. Yeah. And uh, but their their drone, I think he said is fourteen thousand five hundred dollars. Jeez. For for a drone, um, that's got basically just a giant thermal camera mounted to the bottom of it, and they just you know track the the heat. I'm not sure if they can like do just like the blood, but they can like go in a general area and follow you and kind of go in front of you and see where the deer is. That's amazing. Yep. So that probably helps on a lot of recoveries, Mm -hmm. or at least gives you the the peace of mind to say, hey, I made a bad shot. That deer's not dead anywhere. It's you know, three miles away on another property we're running. Yeah. You know, at least I know that it ain't dead.
2: Because,
1: so. you know, that's one thing is, you know, make a bad shot, but the deer lives. You that's, know, that's the okay.
2: worst feeling. Yeah.
1: yeah. Making a bad shot is definitely a gut punch to on yourself. Yeah. You know, you did it to yourself. And um, it sucks to think about, you know, losing a deer, not being able to recover a deer, um, especially a good buck, you know, because, you know, that's what we – that's what you hunt for is a you know, an old, mature buck. And if you, you know, get the opportunity to harvest one and you booger it with a bad shot, you know, something that you practice a lot, you know, that's a, a blow, you know, it hurts.
2: It's hard to sleep that night.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I know plenty of people that have, you know, shot a deer right before dark, they track it till midnight, you know, they get on low blood or they found three beds and it's just like, all right, we just need to back out. And you know, I'm sure you don't get a wink of sleep.
2: Oh no, no way!
1: You know, thinking about that. No. So that's probably a a rough one to get through. But, mm-hmm. but you you got to you got to have faith that it all work out. So still still a tough one, not an easy pill to swallow. No, it's not. But it is a good feeling though. If you make a bad shot, you can't find it. You get a trail camera picture. Or neighbor says they see it or something. You know. Yeah. At least you know that it lives. The only thing with deer is normally when a buck goes through an injury like that, they'll decrease in size the next year. Really? Yeah. I've always heard that if a if a buck gets you know injured or shot or wounded or anything major to it, you know, um, they will probably go downhill at least the next year. Um, Then they should bounce back, but uh, sometimes it's permanent. You know
2: wonder why that is
1: i don't know i don't know what it is if it messes with just the way that their you know their body now needs to send everything to the healing and so it's not sending nutrients to the antlers mm-hmm. or what i don't i don't know what causes that but um, that's just i've always because you know if if a big buck gets hit by a car and survives they'll always you know people always say oh that deer's burnt you know it's, yeah. it's not going to be good next year but and then obviously if it's an older one Age is already going to make it decrease the next few years. So,
2: What'd you say, runt? Yeah, runt. Was runt?
1: Just ruined. You know. Ah. Just messed up, runt.
2: That sounds like you're trying to stop a deer.
1: <laughs> runt. Yep. There you go. I don't ever like doing that. I feel like it scares my deer. <laughs> I just wait for them to stop on their own.
2: I've always felt like it's a thing you have to do. Like, we watched all these hunting shows, uh-huh. and every one of them do it, so it's we got to do this it. This is part of it. Yeah.
1: I have. I did. Uh, I had a deer walking through a field one time, and it was probably two hundred and fifty, three hundred yards, and it wouldn't stop. I mac mark, mark, nothing. I finally just yelled at, it, hey, <laughs> it stopped, turned, and looked, and I shot it. So, Well, there's that's how you do it, I guess.
2: But it's crazy. You'll get these does right before dark, and you're wanting to get down in the tree, but you want them to leave. Yep. So they don't know where you're at and everything. You'll do everything you can to get them to leave, and they're just they standing there. They are not,
1: yeah. We, me and Dad used to, uh, we had a spot that, that happened to us every single time we hunted it. Uh, this was when I was younger. Every time we hunted it, about five does would come out and eat at the feeder from... Um, about 5 o'clock to about 6, 6.15. Well, during the winter, it's dark by like five twenty ish Yeah. And so what we got to doing was when we were walking through the pines going to that stand, we would see sticks and we'd grab them and we'd climb up and we'd have them in our seat with us. And as it got darker, we'd just take turns throwing a stick <laughs> in their general direction, hoping that they'd run off. And then if they didn't, finally we were just like, you know what, screw it. And we just got down. Yeah. Like, if they know where we are, they know where we are. We'll kill the other ones. <laughs> so. Uh-oh. Somebody and said, that's <laughs> not a dog,
0: that's a
1: bear. He is a big fella. He is. He ran off somewhere. I think he went and took a nap. He went to a spot. Yeah. Yeah, he knows the surgery's coming.
2: It's weird. The past couple of days... He'll go back into the room and lay next to the bed.
1: Yep, yeah. just hanging out. And Allison said that he's going to be on heavier medication than he was when he got neutered. And whenever he got neutered, he was already high off, huh?
2: We brought him back that night, and the amount of times he walked into the wall with that cone. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious.
1: Oh god, poor fella. That is funny though, oh well, I think we're about to wrap it up We're at about the hour thirty mark so that's a good spot to stop it at. I'm sure he'll be on plenty more um hopefully in the near future um we're gonna have his brother on gonna do a hunt with him and his brother um his brother's gonna go into a little bit more detail about kind of the management of the properties and some of their new their new property that they just acquired a little bit of that kind of stuff Um, and then we also have another manager from the same company we work for he's going to be on pretty soon so probably have Hunter on when we do that as well Um, because pretty soon this is going to be a four person podcast Um, I just ordered all new equipment Um, new stands new mics, new cables, new everything Um, so we'll be able to, to have multiple people on here hopefully get some different conversation going so um again i appreciate everybody that tuned in on tiktok Um, appreciate all the support and everything that i'm getting from from all platforms um the podcast has been doing really good um so just keep liking keep sharing giving it a great review on on the podcast platforms unless you truly don't like it then tell me what i'm doing wrong and what i can fix um I'm, i'm all all ears and and up for any criticism um that, that can be given, especially from anybody that's done it. So, um, again, check out my my Instagram, Facebook. Um, message me if you're interested in any merch. Hopefully, before long, I'll have a website set up with the business and everything. Um, I'm in the in the works of getting all that taken care of. So, it'll be a lot easier to get stuff. Got shirts and hoodies coming out. Hunter's actually seen the new logo. He's the only other person besides the lady that's making it and making my shirts that's seen it um and we both agree it's a pretty pretty cool logo
2: and hopefully my dad gets to work on that drawing because that one is yes. going to be a sweet shirt yeah
1: so little insight on that i've talked about wanting to do a graphic design a couple times and it does involve a duck maybe a couple ducks and that's all i'm going to tell you um, it is something that i think is 100 percent original i've never seen any shirt like this or any design like this um Obviously, people have done graphic designs with ducks, but the scene and the scenario is, is something that I've never seen before. Um, and his dad is a dope artist, drawer, however you want to say it. Um, he's also hopefully going to be on the podcast um, pretty soon. Um, maybe we can just hit the trifecta to get you, Austin, and That'd be fun. your dad. So um, he can tell some law enforcement stories. He now, you know, reti- he retired from being a uh, – resource officer with the schools um 25 years you said
2: yep did 25 years
1: yep, so 25 years of, as a resource officer uh protecting kids and just taking care of you know resource officer things and now he works with the forestry department down in ocala so he can kind of tell stories from a different side of things and um probably have some some pretty cool stuff to talk there's about. there's
2: gonna so. be a lot of smack talking on that one. Oh yeah if you get us three in a room yeah so who you, who's better than who
1: who's better than who and and at what Mm -hmm. but hey this is AYA everybody's welcome until y'all get together (laughs) then it's gonna be I'm better than you Mm -hmm. (laughs) so that should be a fun one I'm looking forward to doing that got a lot of stuff planned for the podcast Um, I think I've got like three weeks already planned with people Um, also working with a buddy of mine on an intro song for the podcast he's gonna be on next week and we should have the intro song on it next week so Looking forward to that as well. Um and looking forward to getting these shirts and hoodies and some new hats out, getting some new merch out. Got too many people wanting stuff and not enough of it, so gotta work on getting all that. So But yeah, hope y'all enjoyed this podcast. Um we will have another one out next weekend and the next after that. So keep tuning in and uh y'all see y'all stay stay blessed.
2: world time.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna cut that out. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.